it everybody here we are um we got another weekly installment of cognizant and cognizance coming for you <coughs> excuse me sorry about that um so yeah we got another weekly installment this week we are on episode 26 um i have an announcement part three i'll go over here a little bit of this week what we talked about in the middle of the podcast master class uh, that i'm doing uh, but before we get into that, I, sorry, I gotta pull this, I wanna do what I usually do with you, stick with my, my 10 cents for thought, um, here we go, diving right in without really wasting any time, uh, so am I a little bit better today than I was yesterday? First critical question to ask yourself every single day. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, I went for a run outside today, so that was good. And that goes along with my healthier choices. Definitely made some healthy-ish choices today. Um, but I think just in general, um, I was on time. Actually, it was early again for work. I usually just try to walk right in the door, right when I'm supposed to be there. Just because I don't have to be early that's not something i want to be early for um but no i I had a good day i wasn't a piece of shit today so that's good um i guess that goes along with building my character too i was able to not be a piece of shit to anyone around me um my girlfriend's mad at me because i was supposed to do this over an hour ago but other than that um yeah working on it i've been doing some packing we're going to boston this weekend which is going to be great i'm so excited uh, excited to get away with her for a little while excited to see boston which is my favorite city that i've traveled to thus far granted i've only been around in the united states and stuff like that but in mexico and the dominican republic and canada but uh, the europe trip is happening in may slash june so anyway uh moving on moving forward did i get my best at work and i've been able to say this a lot more consistently over the last couple weeks than i have been in past months uh just because i've been working on something for the new partner and they've been throwing kind of a lot of different changes at us uh, just in terms of formatting and requirements for what like basically just what the partner wants um and i've been i've been rolling with the punches pretty well i think i don't know i guess you'd have to ask my boss for an actual discerning answer on that um what did i learn new today um well i learned that the average professional golfer has somewhere between 17 and 19 hole in ones in their career somewhere in there um, and I don't know if that's a fact. I actually haven't looked that up and verified it. But I guess the person who told me has no reason to lie about that. Um, it's freaking... I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast with Ron White from like two weeks ago. Um, so why would... I don't know why he would ever lie about that. That uh, I guess I'll verify. Why don't I verify right now? Average number. Well, yeah, the odds are 12,000 to 1, but... Huh. 
No shit. Norman Manley has the most hole-in-ones in professional golf history with 59. Let's see. Tiger has 20. The first being coming at the age of six. That's crazy. Three have come in PGA Tour competition. Woods is the only professional. Oh, that's not. I don't care about that. Um, let's see. Who's the most holo ones? Patrick Willis. All right. Sorry, Patrick Wills. I'm just used to the guy from the 49ers. Anyway, so no definitive answer on that, but I digress. Back to the 10 cents here. Uh, so what I think I learned that's new today, and if it's not actually a fact, then I learned that Ron White's a liar today. So that's good. <clears throat> um, if I made healthier choices. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. I, um, I haven't eaten... I haven't been eating breakfast, or at least not a quality breakfast recently, but I was able to kind of pack one before I left along with my lunch today, so that was good. A nice avocado and one of those kind bars with the almonds and peanut butter and chocolate and shit. So that was good. Um, went for a nice two-mile run, although uh, I've been running on the treadmill for the past, like, three or four months, and... This is my first run outside since, like, October. And, God, it was terrible. It just... I felt like shit. My posture must be off or something because I came out of the run with my knee feeling terrible. And... Yeah. Ah, but it felt good when I was done. And I guess 56 degrees is a lot colder than I thought it was because I went out in just a short sleeve shirt and shorts. And... I mean, it, my the cold air started to hurt my lungs about a mile in, so I had to push through that, but I did it, so I guess that's good enough. Uh, have I protected my planet? Not really. I kind of threw some plastic out in, uh, in the garbage the other day. I caught myself once I had done it. I was like, you piece of shit, but it was already in there, so what are you going to do? can't go and not diving in and taking it out just not doing that so i guess i hurt the planet in the past week what a jerk i am um i express my love for my family and friends uh, yes indeed i didn't get to spend his birthday with him but i did talk to my dad on his birthday earlier this week um you know told him i loved him and all that good stuff and then i talked with my aunt whose birthday was on the 23rd and I talked with yeah I talked with her on the 23rd which is Saturday um and I got a handwritten letter for her because she loves that kind of stuff that I gotta finish up so working on that um have I spent quality time with my spouse uh, like I said my girlfriend and I are going to Boston this weekend which is gonna be fucking sweet and uh, yeah, we're spending a good amount of time together because she's leaving uh, for Philadelphia after this weekend. And then after that, she'll be going to Jordan for like two and a half months. Um, so I've been trying to spend as much quality time with her. It's been quality and quantity, which I value quality significantly more than quantity. But if you can have both, then why wouldn't you, right? Who the fuck wouldn't? Um, 
anyways so number nine do i bear any grudges against anyone um i mean not serious grudges not actual real grudges at all but like murray state fucking let me down in the tournament um Kansas was supposed to win at least one more game. Just tournament teams. People that sucked in the tournament. Um, UB? Come on. Go Bulls. And they get blown out like that? Embarrassing. Just embarrassing. They should be holding grudges against themselves and their families should be holding grudges against them. Against them. Excuse me. Just forgot how to use English for a second there. Um, one second. Sorry. And uh, the last question here, all important and simultaneously not important at all. Am I content with my life? No, not at all. Much to do. Many places to see. Many people to meet. Money to make. Money to lose. Money to spend. Money to save traveling and it's all way far out ahead of me anyway because right now i'm just trying to work with what i got and make what i got better for everyone around me not just for me so am i content with my life no quite a far ways aloft but we're trending in the right direction people as i'm sure you are too um and if you're not then get your shit together (laughs) So there we have it. There's my 10 cents for thought. Um, now let's get into a little bit about what we talked about this week in uh, the podcast Penthouse, which is pretty funny, actually. I like that. Um, so I'm excited. You'll probably notice just from listening to this that, I mean, I hope the sound quality is getting better already because I've got the microphone set up. i got the boom arm clamped on my desk. hear me tapping the headphones there um so yeah i got everything set up i finally got the headphones and everything got them plugged into the back of the microphone and all that good shit so um that's great i'm excited and now i actually have headphones that work with my laptop because i have the surface pro 6 or yes surface pro 6 um and it doesn't have a headphone jack which fuck you microsoft fuck you right in the just not cool man so i i'm i mean now i gotta buy one of those little adapter blocks that uh has a bunch of usb and USB C ports so i'm not too happy about that um hold on one second Sorry about that. Um, So yeah, anyway, I've got all that hooked up, which is great, Um, which is a week behind schedule. I wanted to have that recorded or set up to record last week. So in any case, we finally got that cleared off. Um, And so this week, what we we were talking about uh, was there were just things like formatting and length and all that, which is review for me. That's I already have all that stuff hammered out. Um, Seem to be 
you seem to be enjoying it, so I'm not going to change that up. I guess the only thing that I will be changing up is the eventual introduction of other interviews um, and just trying to get people outside my normal social circles involved. Um, so yeah, that's coming, I suppose, in a few weeks. Um, and then we talked about distribution, which um, I'm sad to even acknowledge this, but I think I'm going to have to move away from Anchor and move to a different um, a different site. I'll, pro- I'll still post on Anchor, but it won't be my primary source of distribution anymore. Um, so, you know, if I can keep both going, then I will, because I really like using Anchor quite a bit, actually. So you know, I guess that's part of still up in the air. Um, and then we also talked about just interviewing techniques and different methods of interview style, which I mean, I've taken college courses on that, so I'm sort of well-versed. Um, shout out to COM301, Interviewing Practices and Principles. Shout out to Tori, Lara Croft, Dennis Cheeks for that class, and maybe one other person that I'm forgetting. Um... Yeah, there was someone else in there. Totally forgetting. Um, But yeah, there was one idea that we did talk about, which was creating a content calendar, which was the part that I tuned into the most and actually retained the most on. I thought that was an interesting concept, not necessarily something that I'm going to employ because I really only planning on doing one or absolute maximum two episodes a week. Um, But there's apparently a lot of people use this content calendar idea for creation where they'll schedule days of the week to create content for the next couple weeks Um, and just schedule that out a quarter in advance and then at the end of the quarter schedule the next one it's a cool idea um, but just like I said maybe not necessarily for me because I'll only be doing this twice a week and then it's not that big of a burden it's just not Um, and I probably won't need much help with that. The things that I'm primarily needing help with are just ways to reach, um, reach more of you and just get in touch with cool people outside my social circle and interview them and get to actually you know, have that conversation, have that conversation with someone that's way more interesting and way more successful than I am. I guess that's the goal here. Um, so yeah, there we are. We, we have that. Um, really what it comes down to this week is I don't want to, I don't want to jam too much in for you. Um, just kind of want to keep you up to date here. Um, keep you up to date. What's going on. Got about another two to three weeks before, um, I really start to kick this thing into overdrive, which is going to be great. Um, and the, the great thing is that I have a plan set up and that's kind of a new thing for me. I'm not much of a planner, unfortunately, at least I haven't been up until, very 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 recently like hyper recently like this year I started actually planning things and yeah for like the first 25 years of my life I've kind of just not drifted I've made I've done what I needed to do I've made sure I got things done on time and accomplished goals to some degree at least 
but I did it all without a plan. So um, to have a plan like this kind of put out in front of me and something that I can actually stick to, it's it's kind of rewarding. I don't know why I wasn't doing this all along because I've always been told that you should just plan shit out and it makes it easier, but I also always just figured, no, it's too much work. I'll just do it as it comes and get over, you know, get it over with. So, um, and, you know, that this doesn't really necessarily fit with uh, the Daily Stuckholm. Ugh. Sorry, that was gross. Um, So this doesn't necessarily fit with the Daily Stoic entry for today as it sits. Uh, The the title for today's was Cowardice as a Design Flaw. But I'm going to do a little remix. A little remix on the fly here. I'm going to change Cowardice as a Design Flaw to Unpreparedness as a Design Flaw. Uh, Sorry, Design Problem. Because um, I don't really see what cowardice has to do with the design flaw in the context of this entry, unless I guess you're afraid to plan something out. But there is some truth in this entry in a roundabout way. Um, you just kind of, for me, for it to resonate with me, I had to rework it a little bit and just kind of look look at it through my own frame, you know, my own lens, reframe the question and reframe my own answer to the question as a result. Um, so today, March 28th, um, again, the month of March is awareness, and this will be the last entry for the month of March. Uh, excuse me. So March 28th, cowardice as a design problem. Quote is from Seneca's Moral Letters. Let me twist this light. And it goes like this. Life without a design is erratic. As soon as one is in place, principles become necessary. I think you'll concede that nothing is more shameful than uncertain and wavering conduct and beating a cowardly retreat. This will happen in all our affairs unless we remove the faults that seize and detain our spirits, preventing them from pushing pushing forward and making an all-out effort. <laughs> right. Sure. So I guess cowardice kind of fits there. But the explanation to me, and I'm not talking shit, I'm just stating my opinion here, or is my fact? Eh, inside joke. Um, so Hanselman and Holiday go on to kind of explain it like this. So the opposing team comes out strong, establishes an early lead, and you never have time to recover. You're walking to a business meeting, you're caught off guard, and the whole thing goes poorly. The delicate conversation escalates into a shouting match. What is my deal? You switched majors halfway through college and had to start your coursework over and graduate late. Does that sound familiar? It's the chaos that ensues from not having a plan. Not because plans are perfect, but because people without plans, like a line of infantrymen with with no strong leader, are much more likely to get overwhelmed and fall apart. This is true. Uh, The Super Bowl winning coach Bill Walsh used to avoid this risk by scripting the beginning of his games. If you want to sleep at night before the game, he said in a lecture on game planning, 
Have your first 25 plays established in your own mind the night before that. You can walk into the stadium and you can start the game without that stress factor. You'll also be able to ignore a couple of early points or a surprise from your opponent. It's irrelevant to you. You already have your marching orders. Don't try to make it up on the fly. Have a plan. And yeah, like I said, that's something that I've been terrible at in the past. Just not necessarily good at making a plan. And so it's been, I guess if I'm truly honest with myself, it's been hard or it was hard at least when I was in college um, to set longer term goals longer than like one or two years out. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's how it goes. If you don't have a plan in place, it's much harder to figure your shit out. Um, and so I like to change the title of this from cowardice as a design problem to unpreparedness as a design problem. Because you may have this design for your life. Everyone does. We all have the idea of what we'd like our life to be like in our heads. And we have a couple ideas here and there floating around on what we could do or should do or would do if we had the power and resources to move our life in that direction. But if you don't have a plan to get from A to B, you don't know if you're walking, driving, flying, hitchhiking, army crawling, you don't know how you're getting there, then you, it's hard to even make the first step you know it's hard to even get out of the house and go do that if you don't have a sense of direction much, hard, much harder to plan your life out if you don't have things in order or at least an, a grasp on what you have an assessment of like your inventory your mental physical financial inventory it's harder to get your finances in order if you don't track things and develop develop a plan to take your finance your financial situation from where you are to where you want to be it's impossible to reach a fitness goal if you'd go into that endeavor without a set goal and no regimen to stick to on a regular basis you know there's your plan <coughs> sorry um and so i guess the reason that changing this title is something it resonates a little bit more with me with the title unpreparedness as a design problem is because i've just always struggled with that uh maybe it's laziness i'm sure it's probably part laziness but it's it's also probably a large overestimation of my own competence i think just because oh i don't need a plan for that i got this it worked out fine last time i got it done and you know sure maybe it works out for for me most times but there's other people around me i know this for a fact there's other people around me that maybe sometimes get the shit end of the deal or the short end of the stick if i'm keeping it pg which i'm not um but i i, I know that there's been people that definitely have gotten the short end of the stick because of my lack of planning and that's not a very good feeling at least not if you're taking full stock and inventory of your impact on the world and those around you it's not a good feeling to be the take 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 taker it feels good to give and i think planning 
has um, planning, has that effect. You have the ability to give and you put yourself in a position to give when you efficiently plan things out and you end up with extra resources, quote unquote, whether that's financial or emotional resources, you know, when you, you plan out your actions with someone ahead of time, you don't just fly by the seat of your pants, then you make sure you're always on the same page. You're not wasting energy bickering and arguing and fighting about things. You can just continue to move forward in your relationship with that person, romantic or not. Um, it's just good to have a plan, I guess. And so that's something that I'm trying to work on is preparedness as a design enhancement. Um, and so, yeah, I guess... Uh, that's really all I got for you tonight. Uh, I'm kind of roasting myself a little bit there, but I guess it's in the spirit of things uh, leading up into April. Uh, April is the month of unbiased thought, which is one of my favorite themes in this entire book. Um, and just that's something that I try to work on as much as possible is thinking about myself with no biases as objectively as possible, evaluating everyone else around me as objectively and unbiased as possible. Um, it helps a lot with your decision-making process when you don't allow emotion and prejudicial notions to get in the way. Um, you find that your decisions become much easier that way when you don't have to grapple with any kind of preconceived notion or... Oh, sorry. Hit the mic there. Um, yeah, when you don't have to wrestle with anything that's already installed in your brain when you're looking at things or when you're writing things down on a clean slate it's much easier to see what you've written imagine you're uh you're trying to write your dissertation on a gas station bathroom wall you got all the crap that someone else wrote before you and you're trying to write a thesis out you're you're gonna get screwed up you're not gonna be able to see with the shitty marker that you're writing what you've actually written and i think decision making and cognitive function is the exact same if you remove all your biases you kind of wipe all the sh the writing off that shitty wall and then you're the first person to touch it with the sharpie so um next month we're gonna wipe our bathroom door and bathroom walls clean yeah all right that's uh that's it for me people i'll see you next week and i've got an, another big announcement for you peace